Hey, it's Pat. I want to make sure you know about an upcoming event we're calling the Backstage Brainstorm. I do this show every day to bring people together so we can grow our businesses with one another. The next step is to join us for a brainstorming meeting. I want to meet you. I want to get to know you and your business. And I want to introduce you to the Idea Slam feedback and brainstorming sessions that we do inside the Idea Collective. It's a totally free, totally fun event. Click the link and you can sign up and be our guest. The Backstage brainstorms coming up next on September 27th. All right, let's start the show. Get ready for a smarter, AI-powered Alexa. It's coming soon, and I will tell you what that will be like to have Alexa in your house working with you as more than just a listening device. Welcome into Small Business Mornings. I'm your host, Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. And on today's show, do you super serve your best clients? I just got done with an all-day strategy session with my best client, and I thought, you know what? I should probably talk about that on today's show. We just did the annual planning. I'll reveal my secrets. Also, your handwriting is awful. In fact, everyone's handwriting is awful. It's a new study that came out, and we'll share that and commiserate together. And our meme of the day reveals the fact that we don't have an information problem. We have an application problem. We will get into that. This is Small Business Mornings. It's a daily live stream for nine, at 9 a.m. Central for solopreneurs and small business owners who are tired of building their business all on their own. The mission of the show is to live out what we do in the Idea Collective. Don't grow it alone. If you're in the chat, say good morning, Gek. It's great to see you. And yeah, you were running late. Yeah, I was running late. Yeah, we needed some coffee up in here to get through today's show. Let's start with the lead story. AI is coming to your kitchen. And now it won't just do what you tell it to. It's ready to talk back. <laughs> it's no longer going to be, hey, Alexa, do the thing. It's going to be, are you sure? Whoa. Amazon yesterday did a, a big reveal showing how Alexa is going to transform into a chat bot. So every device that's powered with Alexa is soon going to have something to say when you talk to it. Right now, as it stands, and tell me if this sounds familiar, when I talk to Alexa, the only thing I can get it to do is to set a timer. Every other instruction, Alexa, what's the weather in Madison? I'm sorry, I don't understand. Alexa, what time is it? I'm sorry, I don't understand. Oh my God. I speak professionally for a living. It still can't understand what I'm saying. But I can get it to set a timer, and that's pretty effective, right? Everything else is an error message. So anyway, that is frustrating, but Alexa is going to get better according to Amazon. They had their devices event yesterday, and the company said that all the new Alexa models that are getting shipped will be ready to talk back with you because they are infusing the large language models and AI right into your Alexa device. And they say they're not doing this on accident. And good morning, by the way, if you're joining us here, say hello in the comments so I can say hello back. They say that 
The conversations are going to be held because they've been studying what makes great conversation. So they're not just going to give Alexa all the resources. They are teaching Alexa how to hold a conversation because, and I thought this was a pretty good uh, observation. Your Alexa is a physical thing in your life. It's not a browser tab. And I thought, ooh, that's, that's a good observation because the things around us, we like to humanize. We name our cars. We name, uh, you know, we name our stuffed animals. We, we like to make people out of things. Well, now Alexa is going to be able to make people out of that thing that sits on your desktop. So with all the hype around chat GPT and Bard and all these other things, there are some problems with it. And one of them is it doesn't remember anything. So the thing is, is that they have gone through and found five ways that Alexa is going to get better using AI. The first thing is it doesn't remember anything. Now it will. Personalization is going to be a big part of what Alexa is going to do for you with this new AI technology. So when you tell it something, hey, Alexa, I'm a Bears fan, it will go, I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe it should say that. Hey, Alexa, I'm a Bears fan. It will remember that. So when it's time to do the news or do something, it will start with that. So it will be personalized. That's one of the big upgrades that's coming. The conversations. Like I say, they've been studying what makes great conversations, and that's going to be baked in. So it's no longer giving you the answer to a prompt. It's going to hold a conversation with you that's a little bit different than it's been doing so far. So that's pretty interesting. Personality is going to get baked in. And this is the one I'm really excited about. And if you're just joining us, we're talking about how Amazon is going to infuse AI technology into Alexa so it can be more lifelike and you can have personality and conversations with it. They said in the announcement yesterday that the most boring dinner party is where nobody has any opinions. That's true. So they're going to give opinions to Alexa. Whoa. Whoa. Opinions. Awesome. That is cool. It's going to have jokes and Easter eggs and all of this personality baked into Alexa. I have a question. I have a question. I have a question. May I ask a question? Can I pick the opinions that it has? <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? That would be so awesome to pick the personality and the opinions that your Alexa has. Because if it comes with opinions that Amazon wants to have, you know that's going to suck. But if I can tell it the opinions it should have, I know exactly who I want my Alexa to be. I want my Alexa to be the snarky grandmother that only had a few years left of life and she knew it. Did you have a grandma like that in your life who just said, F it, and I'm going to just let it fly? All the stuff that I haven't said for the last 30 years, I'm just going to let it out. You know what? Who cares? I'm the grandma. What are you going to do to me? Did you have one of those grandmas in your life? That's what I want 
my Alexa to sound like. I want my Alexa to sound like vodka at lunch grandma. That's what I want. You know, you go to Alexa and you say, hey, Alexa, can you get me a reservation at that fried chicken joint? Uh, No, fatty, but I can get you a recipe for a salad. That's what I want my Alexa to do. That's what I want. I want vodka at lunch grandma, angry Kevin Hart, John Oliver on a bad day, Louis Black on election night, Alexa. You know what I mean? I want someone that will argue with me. Like, wouldn't that just be so much more fun as opposed to just being a little box on your desk? It actually has something to say back to you. That'd be great. That's one extreme. The other extreme that would be pretty nice is you want your Alexa to be like me, Aaron. You're very sweet. Ask Abby Miller. You don't want to live with me. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Thank you, Aaron. That's very sweet. All right. So there's vodka at lunch grandma. But then there's the other extreme that would be really nice. British butler Alexa. Now that would be great. I can't do a British accent. So just imagine that I'm doing a British accent. Sir, I thought you might enjoy a massage on Saturday. So I've scheduled an appointment with Daisy at Steamroller. Like forethought, it gets to know you. It's personalized. It's got an attitude. Wouldn't that be awesome? Sir, I noticed the bears have lost again. Shall I draw a bath and fetch the sleeping pills? (laughs) Right? (laughs) That's what I want. I want that. Oh, yes. And Gak is on it. Change your outlook to be and sound like Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool version. A (laughs) hundred percent. Wouldn't that be so much more fun? Okay, so it's baking in all of this stuff, and there's a fifth element that it's going to bake in, and that's trust. Amazon went online and on air in front of the world and talked all about trust. Oh, yeah, I would never bring something into my home that if I felt it would compromise my family's privacy. That was a literal quote from the thing yesterday. Amazon said that out loud about Alexa. I'm not going to go on the trust rant today because you've seen me do the trust rant, but Alexa's job is to listen to you. Do you trust Amazon? I don't. And we all kind of believe the ghost story that we talk about something in our house and then we start seeing ads for it. We know that happens, right? Anyway. This is going to be revolutionary, I think. It's going to be, eh, maybe not revolutionary, it's going to be indicative about where we're going. It won't be long till you have robots in the house. And those robots may look like a Roomba rolling around. You know, I don't think it's going to be a person. Like me, me, me. I don't think it's going to be that per se right away. But we're getting there. And I think this might be the first digital companion that we're going to have on a daily basis. If Alexa was baked into my Mickey Mouse watch right here, and it was always listening, and we had conversations, and it was helpful, I think it's going to be a good thing. And this might be the first deployment 
of this AI conversation pet companion thing. And I'm excited to see it, especially if I get to pick the personality, because you know what? That would be incredible. Thanks for joining us. This is Small Business Mornings. I'm your host, Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. Let's talk about super serving your clients. Yesterday, as you noticed, I wasn't on the air. I took a day off, even though this show is daily. I took a day off for a very important reason. And I apologize that I wasn't on the air yesterday, but I had to take care of business. Yesterday, I did a strategic planning session with our biggest sponsor, Bank 5-9. Bank 5-9 is a community bank. It's in the Milwaukee suburbs. Their entire mission is make lives better. And their support and belief in the Idea Collective and what I've been building here has just been transformational. When I say I would not be on the air or hosting the Idea Collective without them, true fact. So before I tell you what I did to plan out 2024, what are you doing to engage your best clients? When's the last time you just stopped to say, thank you? When's the last time you stopped to say, am I doing everything I can to add value for them? Am I killing it for them? Have you done that recently? If you can't remember the last time you did, do it today. It doesn't have to be in-depth. It doesn't have to be a circus. It just has to be a thoughtful moment to double-check everything to make sure that you and your best clients are good. I make a purpose of this. Uh, really try and get clear about it. So I took a day off for annual planning with Bank 5-9. And I wanted to mention what I did with them. And maybe you could learn something from my process because I do annual planning with people and super serving your best clients is really something you need to do. So I would ask yourself, how am I giving my best clients something that no one else can give them? One. I would also ask, how is my relationship, my relationship with them invaluable to them? How am I helping them achieve their goals? Two really good questions to think about as you're building your uh, partnerships with your best partners and clients. So yesterday, we started our meeting at 8, 8 early, real pants, and we didn't end until 6.30. 6.30, we went through everything on the plate, the Idea Collective community, uh, the way I talk about them, their goals for 2024, the Idea Collective Conference this year and next year, how we're going to make it great. And by the way, are you coming to the conference November 9th through the 11th? Marcus Lemonis is the keynote speaker. It's going to be amazeballs. Four-star resort. You got to be there. Smallbizretreat.com. So we talked about that. It was just a terrific day of annual planning. So if you're not asking your clients how you can do better for them, if you're not stopping the world to really get strategic, you're missing a giant opportunity. I even took a picture of uh, what we did and, and how we really went deep to understand their needs and their annual partnership. So you want to see it? This is what it looked like. This is what it looks like 
when I take a day and go deep on a client and their needs. Yeah. <laughs> That's me, of course, and Jeff McCarthy, Senior Vice President of Marketing at Bank59. It was an in-depth day where we golfed <laughs> all day. <laughs> All day. We played 30 holes of golf, I think. I'm sore from golf. That's how much golf we played. <laughs> but with Jeff, okay, know your client, right? Jeff and I like to play golf together. It was a terrific day of annual, I should do finger quotes, annual planning. But during the round of golf, we went through everything. We looked at everything from every angle. And every putt from every angle, to be honest. We had an absolute blast. So yeah, that is the way to do it. You're correct, Teresa. That is the way to do it. So yeah, are you doing your annual planning? Are you super serving your clients? It's something you need to do. And you know, jokes aside, maybe your client is turned on by going to dinner. Or maybe your client really likes the whiteboard session. Or maybe your client likes a really great recap once a quarter. Know what they like. Do what they like. Maintain your relationships. This is Small Business Mornings. It's a daily live stream at 9 a.m. for solopreneurs and small business owners that are just tired of doing it all by themselves. I come on every single day. I share the news with you from the perspective of a small business owner so you can know what you need to know so you can go start your day. Claire, it is lovely to see you. Thank you for joining us. All right, let's do one more thing and then we'll do our meme of the day. Last week, I shared a story about Johnson & Johnson, the big company. They have that beautiful logo that's kind of like cursive. And they dropped it in favor of a blocky printed logo. It used to be Johnson & Johnson. Now it's Johnson & Johnson. And when I asked, why do you think they did that? The most common answer was, well, people can't read cursive. That's pretty true. People can't read cursive. But a new study says that it's even worse. It's not just cursive that we can't read. In a new survey from BIC, the pen company... Turns out we can't read handwriting at all. Not just cursive, any handwriting. 45% of those polled couldn't read their own writing. I can't read my own writing either. 45% of you can't read what you're writing. <laughs> Because we write so little. And here's where it gets worse. In a public setting, when you have coworkers or collaborators, seven out of 10 can't read their colleagues' writing either. And when polled, the majority of those polled said they would never stand up in front of a group and write on a whiteboard because they'd get judged. <laughs> Have you done that before? I'll do that. All kidding aside, when I do strategy sessions or our VIP mastermind groups, I'll stand in front of the whiteboard and I'll do this all day. And half the time I have to say, oh, that says uh, prescription. 
oh, that word right there says marketing. But it, it looks on the thing like, Bleh. that's what my handwriting sounds like. Bleh. <laughs> and where it gets even worse is we've got digital planners. We've got Alexa's talking with us now. The main way that we express ourselves is writing things down. And we're all terrible at it. We're all terrible at it. It's almost a point of pride now. Like we all write like doctors. Hey, mom, I've made it. I write like a doctor. (laughs) Oh, it's just, it's kind of forward thinking in a way. Because hackers are out there and they want to hack your stuff. Well, what is the number one way that you can protect yourself from a a hacker? Don't use a computer. Write everything down. But put it in an encrypted language that only you can sometimes understand. Your handwriting. Problem solved. That's a very forward-thinking way to solve the hacking problem. Write everything down in language that you can't even read. No, that's not the word cat. That's rubber stopper. How did you get cat? It's supposed to be rubber stopper. Off-ramp? That doesn't say off-ramp. It says Tuesday. (laughs) And here's where it got really fun. Where the study got really fun is it asked people, okay, Claire and Teresa, what's wrong with your writing? Like, why is your writing flawed? And this concept's really present for me right now because sitting right here at my desk, I just got done handing out, I don't know, 50 or 60, I don't even know how many I did, handwritten thank you cards to people that are coming to the conference in November. Teresa, it's really great that you're coming. I can't wait to see you. I just wanted to send a little personal thank you to those of you that are coming to the conference in November. And I got done writing one of these and I looked at it and I thought, oh, that is just hilariously bad. That is so terrible. My handwriting looks like handwriting that was fine, but then you put it in the microwave too long and it kind of warped. That's what my handwriting looks like. And then I thought, you know, that's not too bad because we've all received that handwritten spam in the mail before that it's supposed to look like your realtor really thought about you. They didn't think about you. They paid someone to put a spammy letter in the mail that's supposed to be your handwriting. It's so perfect. We know it's a font. So this was very personalized because they may or may not get the message. You could look at that thing that I sent and go, he certainly wrote that because ye. So if you receive one of those letters, just know that I'm trying really hard to say thank you. And you may have been guessing that I was giving you directions to Montana. I was not. I was trying to say thank you. So hopefully the big smiley face that I put on there, because I put a smiley face on every one, maybe that got the message across because you can recognize a smiley face. Oh, and Teresa got one. Yeah, it was such a fun surprise. Well, thank you, Teresa. I appreciate that. 
And Claire says, I have near writing and cursive. Mm. You have neat writing, I would imagine you meant there. You have neat writing. Okay, so you are special and rare. You're the three of the ten of people who can communicate in handwritten form. And Aaron says, my handwriting has gotten so much worse with using my phone and computer all the time. And that's exactly right. When I was asking what's wrong with your writing, so some of the ways that it was uh, reported, it was too small or too big or slanted. The problem with my writing and the reason why you can't read everything that I write and tell me if this happens to you. I'm so used to typing and talking that I can't write as fast as I type and talk. So when I'm doing a handwritten thing, I'm already thinking of the next sentence and there's lag. Like I can't write fast enough. So I end up doing this. Instead of interesting, you get entering, you get inting and like a line. I can't move fast enough, but I can type that fast. I can type almost as fast as I can think. Not really, but I've kind of trued that up a little bit, but my handwriting is just, it's a hot mess. Whew, hot mess. All right. You're not alone if yours is bad too. Let's do our meme of the day. And a big shout out to Sarah Deacon, the adulting coach. Like I say, send me a meme of the day. And if I feature it on the show, you get a commercial. Sarah Deacon is the adulting coach helping teenagers and young people move forward in their life. Thank you, Sarah Deacon, the adulting coach, for sending me today's meme. It shines a light on a big problem that we have. If you are sitting here right now saying to yourself, self, there's something I don't know how to do. Well, that's a you problem. Because every piece of information on the planet is available to us. We don't have an information problem. We have an application problem. And that's what today's meme is about. No matter how many resources you have, if you don't know how to use them, it will never be enough. True. It's an application issue. Because if you see that pile of ladders there, that's the internet. There's a whole lot of stuff out there for literally anything you need to learn how to do. Search up the Google and find what you need. But just because I say, here's how to replace a faucet, it doesn't mean you know how to apply that knowledge. Here's how to build a website. It'll walk me through step-by-step step how to do a website. That doesn't mean I know how to do a website. So true. And when we talk about the Idea Collective and running a small business, this isn't a knowledge problem. This is an application problem. Today, how do you find the courage and will to do what you need to do rather than mess with your fantasy football team or uh, go out and get chili for lunch? Which sounds amazing, by the way. You know, now that the weather's cooling off, it might be chilly time in the city. I'm just saying. God, no, I want chili. But see, that's how easy it is to get distracted. I have all the knowledge about the stuff I need to do. I actually have to apply it. 
this meme and our lifestyle kind of underscores that. Thank you for sharing that. And sometimes the memes are goofy. You've seen the goofy memes. There's actually a deep thought meme. Sarah Deacon, thanks for sharing that. And a pro tip, by the way. Next time you don't know how to do something, don't go to Google. Google will give you homework, and that homework is a blog. And that blog is stuffed with keywords. And you got to scroll through 42 pages before you get to the two phrases that you need to solve the problem. Don't go to Google. Go to YouTube. YouTube. How do I any word on the planet? There's a video for that. And normally those videos are cut down to literally 90 seconds of information that you need to know. Cuts out all the fluff and it absolutely works. Next time you need information, YouTube is the jam. This is Small Business Mornings. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. I've got two announcements that I want to make. This one's really important. If you consume this show, first of all, thank you. Secondly, if you're watching us on LinkedIn, we're moving our LinkedIn address. We've been broadcasting on my personal page beginning on Monday, Monday, this coming Monday, a few days from now. We're not going to broadcast on my personal page anymore. We're going to broadcast on this page, Small Business Mornings. Making the move from my personal LinkedIn to this page. So if you like this show and you want to know when we go live or you want to see the show if you miss it, this is where it will live. Announcement number one. So make sure you click that code that's in the chat or the QR that's on the screen. And that way you will not miss a show when we move on Monday. Here's the other thing that you need to be aware of. If you are watching us on YouTube, Where's my YouTube link? It didn't go up here. Get up there. YouTube link right up there. If you're watching us on YouTube, there's a killer feature on YouTube so you never have to remember that we're going live. It's incredibly powerful for a live daily show. How many of you think, oh yeah, I'll listen to that this morning when you get a notification saying, Pat is live. How many of you sometimes forget that we do this show every day. And you could have listened. But when you get a notification, great to see you, Gek. When you get a notification, ah, sure, I'll see what he's babbling about today. You can have that happen using YouTube. So if you subscribe to us using uh, YouTube, which is a great experience, by the way, you'd go to my YouTube page and you'd click the subscribe button. That's step one. But the big brain way to do it is it will give you, once you're subscribed, there's a little carrot. See the carrot near subscribed? That bell. That bell will send you a notification when I do something new. And when I go live, it will say, hey, guess what? Small Business Mornings is on the air right now. So if there are days where you're like, oh, I'm, I forgot the show was on. Boom. That's how you solve it. So YouTube is probably the preferred place to subscribe simply because it's optimized for video. And in the future, when, to use Brad Herta's language, when we have a giant audience, we can do some really fun stuff in the comments with our YouTube comments as well. 
So step one would be to go to the page and click subscribe. Once you do, you can toggle down to that bell and you will never miss an episode of Small Business Mornings again. All right, that's all I got for today because I got work to do. Tomorrow night, I get to be the keynote speaker for the VIP event for Wendy Babcock's Warrior Unchained in the Wisconsin Dells. It's going to be awesome. We're going to do an idea slam in real life and really start that conference with a bang. So I'm polishing up what I'm going to say, and I'm going to get ready to go see the groups, uh, the group tomorrow night for Warrior Unchained. It's going to be fantastic. So there is work that needs to be done today. There may or may not may be a cappuccino involved because it's fantastic. And Claire, yes, see? You, you drop your kid off at this time and you, you forget. So yeah, subscribe on YouTube and click the bell and you will never forget. And you're right. Wendy is a lovely human. All right. So I got work to do. You got work to do. The show, we're done. This is what we do. We get together. We have a laugh. We get our mindset ready. And then we go take on our small business day. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. Thank you for tuning in today. I'll talk to you right here tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Central.